This is the Redeemed Christian Church of God, more than conquer perish. Thank you for, for revealing the state of our lives, the state of your church, our individual lives. Thank you for losing those that are oppressed. Thank you for untying the cords. Thank you, Lord, for revealing the state of our garment, every habit, every behavior, every nonchalant attitude that may be staining our garment, anyone's garment, secretly, openly. This morning, deliver us from them. Show us mercy in the mighty name of Jesus. No that shall be there with us, and we shall finish well. Lord, the entrance of the world, give a land understanding to the simple, save so heal the sick. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Now, turn, turn your Bible with me to, we have two Bible passages. I would like um, brother, brother Divine to read for us, Matthew 25. Read from verse 10 to 13, Matthew 25, and our next passage will be Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 4 to 8, Matthew 25, from verse 10 to 13. You can go ahead. Matthew 25, verse 10 to 13. And while they went to buy the and while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. Hmm. Afterward came also the other virgin, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. Hmm. Watch therefore, for ye know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. Hallelujah. Shout to be hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Brethren, I have come to understand that most people miss heaven not because they were sinners. Many people miss heaven because of distraction. Because they were not ready. My prayer for you is that, and myself, we would not miss heaven in Jesus' name. We will all be ready when the Lord comes in the name of Jesus. Amen. Will you be ready when the Lord shall come? Will I be ready when the Lord shall come? What will you say? I will be ready. I will be ready. I will be ready when the Lord shall come. Oh, yeah. I will be ready. I will be ready. Oh, I will be ready when the Lord shall come. So, brethren, when the Lord appears in glory, readiness is what determines whether we go, whether we go with him or not. So, my prayer for you and I is that 
we will all be ready in the name of Jesus. Or mute your devices and ask your neighbor with a loud voice, are you ready, brethren? Are you ready, brethren? Are you ready, brethren? Amen. Now, so brethren, we have yesterday the Lord began a new series with us titled Waiting on the Lord, according to Proverbs 20, verse 22. Now, and we were meant to understand yesterday that waiting on the Lord can be looked at from two perspectives. And we started dealing with the first perspective a little bit yesterday. And that first perspective is waiting for the Lord's return. And we look at the example of the 10 virgins. Five were wise, five were foolish. May the Lord make you and I wise in the name of Jesus. Now, brethren, from this scripture, and if you read from verse one, one of the things that we could see here is the Lord's return will come or it will happen unexpectedly. That's a key thing to keep in mind. Why we are waiting, it will happen unexpectedly. Now, I want you to please unmute your devices and then respond to this question. If a farmer plants a seed, what should that farmer fold his hand or a hand and watch the seed grow? No. No, sir. No. Okay. The farmer should not fold his hand to watch the seed grow. So the seed has the power to grow in itself, but there are things contending for the growth of that seed. Now, I want you to unmute your devices again, and please give me an answer. What are the things contending with seed when the seed is planted in the, on the soil? What are the things contending for the growth of the seed? Weed. 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 The weed of the world. When you have heard the word, and I was still reading this morning, that anybody that hear the word of God and they not understand, the enemy comes and do what? And steal the world away. So understanding is key about hearing the word. So it is one thing to hear, it's another thing to understand. Now, anyone that hears the word and did not understand, also the cares of this world choke out the world from them and thereby losing the profit thereby. I pray for you, the Lord will give you understanding of his word in Jesus' name. Satan will not steal away the word of God from your heart in the mighty name of Jesus. Shout a big hallelujah. Now, so brethren, just like any, any farmer, any wise farmer, will not just plant a yam and then go and then sit down and be marrying, waiting for the next six or seven months or one year. When it comes back, though the farm, the plant may grow, 
but it will not grow to its fullness. It will not be ready for consumption. It will not grow well. The same way, brethren, as we wait for the Lord's return, we must get rid of the weeds that are in our life. Tell your neighbor, get rid of the weeds in your life. Get rid of the weeds in your life. Or mute your, your divine, tell your neighbor, get rid of the weeds in your life. Get rid of the weeds in your life. Get rid of the weeds in your life. Now, this weed could mean so many things. It could mean your friends. It could mean a particular habit, like I shared in that, that uh, one of this revelation. You see, those two brethren were dressed up in pure white. Everything from hair to toe was pure. They were like, you know, what I could use to describe them was brigade, or when you talk about navy. There was no, there's no part of the clothes that was of any color. Their head, their, uh, the berets, their navy clothes, the weight, the, the, the belt, the shoe, and every other thing was pure white, pure, ready like a, a natural brigade uh, commander. But they came late. One came late. And, you know, this was also a physical attitude that we have seen in the church too. Brethren, the, as the Lord's coming is nearer, any little habits, maybe like coming late to church, maybe like disobedience, maybe like forsaking your first love for God, maybe like you are yielding yourself now to bad biting, to sin that don't easily be said, or you are lukewarm in your spirit. You see, what I noticed in that revelation was that what disqualifies people, though they were fully in white, was little thing that ordinarily, you know, one would not pay attention to. You would say, it's not a big deal. Little thing. Little thing will not disqualify you and I from heaven. In the name of Jesus, little thing will not disqualify me. So little thing that you don't sometimes pay attention to, there are the things that are a big problem in your life. The Bible tells us about little foxes that spoil the vine. Little foxes. So what are the little foxes in your life and in my own life? that will hinder us from getting ready. Now, brethren, we understand that yesterday that waiting for the Lord's return, that waiting period is a time of preparation, like a farmer will do, personal and preparing others, finding opportunity to share Christ with others, to tell others about Jesus. We also, we mentioned that it is a time of confirming the genuity of our faith. So waiting period confirms if you are a genuine Christian or a fake one. There are many Christians, so-called Christians all over the world today, brethren. Some become Christian because they are looking for a wife. Some become Christian because they are looking for a husband. Some become Christians because they are looking for business partners. 
Some even join the church because they are looking for poverty to be over in their life. People come to church for different reasons. And that's why we must be wise as Christians. We must be very careful. You don't know what the motive of that brother, that sister is. Though they may smile, but within them, it might be rottenness. This morning I pray in the name of Jesus, your faith that is in Christ, it will remain until Christ returns and mine will remain until Christ return in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Number three, why waiting for the Lord's return? What must you do? Keep sowing good seed. Now turn your Bible with me to Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verses four. Uh, verses four. He that observeth the wind shall not sow. What does that mean? I fasted yesterday, so I'm not fasting today. I gave an offering yesterday. I'm not giving today. I was in church on Sunday. I need to take a break this next Sunday. Ah, uh, well, I did so and so last week. So this week, I need some bread. He that observeth the wind shall not sow. Don't observe the wind. And he that regarded the cloud shall not reap. You say, well, it's raining. I remember in those days with our dad, even if the cloud is, you know, heavy in the morning, we usually wake up, say, maybe around 5, it can be around 4.30, and then we'll get ready because we usually trek to the farm and it's a long distance. When we trek from probably from 5 a.m., sometimes we don't get to farm until maybe 7.30 or sometimes 7. So we trek about two hours on the road. And then we're still going there to walk. Now, brethren, keep sowing good seed. Even though this cloudy, my dad would say, let us go. In most times, we enter the rain. The rain stops on the way. Sometimes it doesn't stop. We find a way to lodge, find a place, and then until the rain is over. Sometimes it won't even be over. And so, but... Oftentimes, no matter how cloudy the weather is, my dad will say, everybody, you must go, eh? You have to. You don't have a choice. You have to. So everybody will be, will be on our way. Brethren, do not observe the, don't look at the cloud. Verse 4 said, and he that regarded the cloud shall not reap. As thou knowest not what is the way of the spirit, Know how the bones do grow in the wombs of her that is with child. Even so, thou knowest not the work of God who maketh all. In the morning, let's read verse 6 together. Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 6. Or mute your devices. Ecclesiastes 11, verse 6. One, two, go. In the morning, so thy seed. In the uh, evening, evening go not thy heart, but thou knowest not whether shall be either day or that, or whether shall Amen. Amen. So, brother, can you see? 
Keep sowing good seed while you are waiting for the Lord's return. Don't be tired in sowing. God can look at all the seed you sow to qualify you. He can look at one out of the seed to qualify you. He might even look at the smallest seed that you sow to qualify. He is God. He is the one that knows how he judges everybody. He knows. And the thing is that the parameter he will use for me, of course, is different from yours. And that's why we must not compete with one another. So, brethren, keep sowing good seed. Number four, keep watering the seed. It is one thing to sow seed and to keep watering them. Water them in the place of prayer. Water them in the place of prayer. Parent, wake up and water your marriage with prayer. Pray for one another. Pray for your children. Singles, water your destiny with prayer. Wake up and pray for your destiny. Pray for your future, your future home that you see, your future husband, your future wife. Pray for the kind of career you desire to see. Pray, water them, water them, water them, water them. Don't just sow a seed and fold your hand. The enemy will come and sow ties if you just sow, fold your hand. Water them, water them. That is why the place of coming to the house of God is very essential. When we come, we get watered by the word of God. Don't say I was in church last week Sunday, I won't be, no. It's all the time. You never know which of the services God will count in your favor. You never know whether it is miracle service or open heaven or communion service or Bible study or revival hour. But the Bible says that it says something. It says, for thou knowest not whether shall prosper, either this or that, or whether they both. So whether you revival hour, Sundays, everything, keep watering them. I like you to uh, write this prayer point down as we pray. You are going to say, Father, Thank you for your precious word. Let them bring forth good fruit in my life. In the mighty name of Jesus, thank you for your precious word. Let them bring forth good fruit in my life. Number two, Father, help me to continue to sow good seed. I will not be tired of sowing good seed. Open your mouth and pray, waiting for the Lord's return. That is our caption this morning. How are you waiting? Are you ready? Number three, Father, keep me focused and avoid distraction in the mighty name of Jesus. Effort wasters. You will not waste my effort. You will not waste my effort. You will not waste my effort. Father, at last, let me make heaven. At last, let me be rapturable. That's prayer point number four. At last, let me make heaven. At last, let me be rapturable. Open your mouth and begin to pray now, and then add your own personal prayer. You have about four minutes to pray now. Pray those four prayers. Add your own personal prayer, what you want God to do in your life today. If you are here this morning, like you have heard, for those of you that were here very, when we started early, very uh, few minutes when we started, some of the things that were shared about the revelation. Brethren, if you are here this morning and you are not saved, I want you to know the coming of the Lord is at hand. You can make it right today. Ask him this morning 
or you know that you accepted him before, but you backslid it. You're no longer following the law. You're only faking it. You are deceiving people, thinking that, I mean, you are deceiving yourself, thinking you are deceiving people or God. God cannot be mocked. God knows you. He knows your heart. He knows your thought. He knows your inner being. And you know yourself too. So if you are here this morning, you can make it right. Say, Lord Jesus, I have come to you. You know me. You know my heart. You know my thought. Have mercy on me. Forgive me my sins. Write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, fill me with the Holy Ghost beginning from today that I may walk with you in a perfect heart. Lord, if you tarry, help me to keep waiting patiently. Help me to keep waiting expectantly. Help me not to lose focus in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for this life. As many that have prayed this prayer, either those joining us now and those that will listen to this podcast later, Jesus saved their soul. Arise, have mercy on them. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. If you pray that prayer, you need to grow. We have believers class that will help you. Brethren, what disqualifies people from heaven? Most people. It is not that they were sinner. It is lack of readiness. Be ready. Live your life as if today Jesus may come. Live your life as if he will not come in a thousand years. That means, don't say, well, I have been told, I have heard, even from Revival Hour, that Jesus is coming very soon. So for that reason, all you do is sit down and watching at the door. They say, why are you not going to walk? Oh, Jesus is coming very soon. Why are you not reading your book? Ah, Jesus is coming very soon. Don't you know? Ah, why are you not going out for evangelism? Ah, Jesus is coming very soon. Why are you not giving your tithe and offering again? Ah, there's no need. Are we going to spend money in heaven? Jesus is coming very soon. Why are you not giving? Why are you not doing the things you used to do before? Jesus said, no. Do be wise. As you are ready, that may be conscious of it. But still go about your, your life. Still go about what God wants you to do. And you and I will not miss heaven in Jesus' name. Stretch forth your hand. Father, I thank you for this morning. I thank you for your word. You are brought unto us. Reminding us that we should wait for your return. And while we are waiting like a farmer, we should not just fold our hand and expect the seed to grow, that we have to water it. This morning, Father, thank you for your precious word. Effort wasters will not waste your efforts. In the name of Jesus, over the, your, your, the race to the kingdom of heaven, Effort waster will not waste our effort in the name of Jesus. They will not waste our effort over our children, over our marriage, over our spouses. In the name of Jesus, effort waster will not tarnish your garment in the name of Jesus. Every little foxes that may be in any one of us this morning that may hinder us from making it to heaven. This morning, Father, pour just from them all in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray, Lord, make you all wise in the name of Jesus. As we go about our lawful businesses today, Jesus, let the heavens be open in the name of Jesus. 
anyone that may be tied down according to the word of the Lord in Matthew 21, verse 2. This morning, every code that is tied down be loosed in the name of Jesus. Be loosed in the name of Jesus. Every marriage tied down, every man tied down, every finance is tied down, every career tied down. Be loosed in the name of Jesus. Every health that has been tied down. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Today shall be your day of favor. And the Lord will grant you good speed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed.